the only show on the internet that tells it like it is. The only show on the internet that has a meme team. You won't hear what you want. You'll hear what you need. I dare you to watch The Dilly Show Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I'm your host, author Brendan Dilly. This is my book right here. Still breathing the wisdom and teachings of a perfectly flawed man. You pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. Also, if you love this show, you can support this show by going to so, subscribestar.com forward slash the Dilly Show. That's subscribestar.com forward slash the Dilly Show. Still the best way to make your contribution to this broadcast for as little as $5 a month or more, hopefully. Uh, you can help keep this show growing and traveling and doing all the fun things that it now does. And if you love this show and you want to download it in podcast format, you can do so by going to bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. That's bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. And that's where you can get that podcast, courtesy of magical producer Trevor. All right. How are you guys doing this morning? Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Oh, my God. It is uh, February 12th, 2024. Can you believe it? You only got a couple of days before Valentine's Day. Get your shit together. Anyways, hope you guys are doing well this morning. It's a little dark in here. It's a little dark in here. I'm going to have to lighten it up. Hold on. And hold, please. Let's just lighten this sucker up a little bit. There we go. That's better. That's better. <coughs> All right. The uh, I'm going to give you guys a heads up before you jump in here. Uh because I see you already going full conspiracy tard in my chat. It's fucking embarrassing. You might want to hold your uh, horses on that. Because I will make you content. And I don't give a fuck how long you've been a fan. Just everybody, full, full disclosure. I'm going to explain some things on today's show. Because the country's lost its fucking mind. Um, and I wish I could say it was liberals. It's not. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I've cringed harder at conservatives than I did this weekend from start to fucking finish. And uh, I haven't stopped. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I, I the country's fucking broken. Uh, mentally, they're broken. I, I, I'm watching as you got you, you, some of you guys, I, I'm almost shocked at how casual you'll let other people know you're fucking insane. Like the, the way you'll do it, you'll just casually, you'll just say it. And you sound, not only do you sound fucking stupid, you sound insane. And what may, look, and I understand portions of this society have always been fucking crazy, okay? And a large portion has always been stupid. But what's making me uncomfortable right now is how open you are about letting everyone know those two things about yourselves. Like, you used to work really hard to hide how fucking stupid and crazy you are. And now I'm like, I look and people are just openly like, this is what happened. This is what happened. And I'm just like, 
You fucking people lost your goddamn minds. Yeah, you don't know how to fucking think. You just follow insane shit on the internet and then start spewing it because you're so desperate to have an opinion. It's fucking weird. I've never seen people so comfortable letting other people know they're fucking nuts. And they're just like, they think what I think of it. Well, if you saw the thing and you could tell it was this, and then it was like, what's this play? Like the drunken hooligans who went mega fucking viral on TikTok for a broadcast fuck up. So a bunch of drunken retards. It's pretty impressive. You take fucking 12, 13 dudes, put them in a room with a bunch of fucking booze. And shockingly, after a four and a half hour game, 12 or 13 fucking men, after pounding beers all night, watching a game, apparently aren't the best fucking you know, measurement of what's happening in reality. These fucking bozos thought they had caught the NFL rigging the game. And because they're fucking stupid and because the broadcast booth was behind because it was two-minute fucking drill, so they're moving fast. So the broadcast booth makes one fuck-up on the broadcast (coughs) and then 12 drunken fucking retards Go mega viral. Hi, bro. I thought I was the only one that caught it. I thought I was the only one, bro. It's crazy. No, dude, you're fucking stupid. You've always been fucking stupid. And in a game where there's 90 million people watching, I promise you, I promise you, Philip, you're not the only one that caught it. I'm shocked. I was so fucking shocked at what I've been reading since the end of that game last night until today. And it, It's not even about sport anymore. The country's fucking psychologically fractured and seemingly benign, innocuous shit that you can explain really easily if you'll shut the fuck up and take your tinfoil hat off. If you'll just sit down and let someone explain it to you, it's it's not that bad. It's actually like, oh, that makes sense. But the hard part is when you behave this way is having to swallow that lump you know that lump of I'm a fucking moron, and so most of most of the people I deal with won't do this. They won't go. I'm an idiot. My bad. They'll go. Well, I still think it was rigged. I'm. I'm. I cannot wait till Trump's out of the out, like out of this race in, in in the White House. I just can't wait for it to be over because this country needs a a fucking holy fuck. Like every minute of every day of me doing a broadcast should be dedicated to unwinding that giant fucking nappy matted fucking thing that people are calling thinking right now. It is, it is impressive how fucked up they have made Americans to where reality is completely fucking broken inside of you. And you can see it and I can hear it. And I'm like, holy, holy fuck. And so we're going to talk about it today because I actually didn't think I was going to talk about this. I'm a diehard 49ers fan. It sucked last night. My team lost. I'm like, oh, man. But I fucking could not believe the bizarro behavior from conservatives during a sports game. You're starting to sound like liberals, honestly. There's a lot of conservatives that sound like liberals. And... And you wonder why you can't win the culture. And you make yourselves deliberately uncool. 
because you're fucking weird sometimes. And I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I just, I, I look and I think the internet shouldn't be available for like 90% of this country anymore. Like you would be so much better off if you didn't have the internet and just started getting back to reading books and shit. Like I used to not really believe that the internet was a, was maybe responsible for some of what's happened in this country as far as degrading people's ability to think. And now it's, it's fucking without a doubt making people stupider. Um, and it, the, the lack of critical thinking is scary. And I love to say it's the education system, but most of it's coming from people over the age of 50, which is even more sad. So we'll talk about it. By the way, if you want to, um, if you, you know what, Lauren, Lauren, would you mind ripping that video for me, hun? It's, I think it's on Cat Turd's page where they're like, what's going on here? And there's a bunch of fucking rednecks watching a football game drunk off their ass that think that they just caught the NFL rigging a game. <clears throat> Correct, Trevor. Yes, we're saying the same thing, Trev. We're saying the same thing. I feel like giving the internet to most people, though, was like giving a samurai sword to a fucking toddler. Does that make sense, Trev? Like, we agree the internet's just a tool. But, like, you, it's like handing a fucking, a very dangerous and sharp weapon to, like, toddlers. And they don't know how to use it. They're like, they're like fucking, they're, they're like cutting their toenails with it and they can't believe when they lose a toe. Uh, it's 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 impressive. It's impressive. And anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and and help you guys today. Some of you that are being quiet, very smart. Better for anybody to not know you're unhinged or retarded. I'll I'll help you because I know what you're thinking, and you're thinking Dilly's Dilly's the he's in with the deep state, and he's probably how much do they pay you to say that, Dilly? God, if only it were that easy to get people to pay me. <laughs> Meme team knows what I'm talking about. How much do they pay you guys to make this thing? Trying to derail America. <laughs> By the way, shout out to the openers. Uh, Bad Karma with the first one. And then a uh, incredible version of Jump Around. Uh, that was courtesy of Ramble Rants and William of Ockham. They teamed up and killed that thing. I'll be playing that one again later in the show. But yeah, we're going to have a, a big show. We're going to have a ton of fun. But first, let's take care of our MAGA commerce. Licorishguy.com is back in the house. And you know how exciting that is because it is the most delicious candy gift you could give anybody or yourself or your neighbors. Just depends on how many friends you got or how many you want to have. Licorishguy.com is a family-owned business specializing in gourmet licorice. That's right. Nostalgic dime store flavors. They offer jumbo licorice sticks in red, black, chocolate, cinnamon, blue raspberry, and limited edition seasonal flavors and grape. Grape's not included in that, but grape, I will make sure you know, grape also is a new flavor that they have. 
A lot of people have asked, hey, is the uh, licorice vegan or kosher? And the answer to both is, yes, it is. Yes, it is. At a great price of just $6 a bag, you deserve to treat yourself. Yeah, these bags are like a fucking pound each. They're insane. You're going to laugh. You can mix and match on all bundle orders. And if you use promo code DILLY15, you're going to get 15% off. That's promo code DILLY15 for 15% off. LickersGuy.com. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars. That's right, mypatriotcigars.com. Promo code DILLY is going to get you 25% off. You're going to thank me. It's an amazing cigar. Very quality from a uh, incredible patriot. That's our friend, Alan. Great guy. But you guys got to check him out. If, if you're cigar smokers or you have a, a cigar smoker in your house, and you're like, you know what? I've heard things, and I want to support a great brand. I promise you, you head on over there, mypatriotcigars.com. You get yourself some, some maybe some, uh, some fucking uh, Moabs like I prefer. Those are my favorites. Get some, some Moabs, maybe some Mark 48 tor- Torpedoes. It's another great one. I promise you, you will thank me. Promo code Dilly for 25% off. That's mypatriotcigars.com. Um, oh my God. All right. How are you guys doing? You know, the hardest part about doing a job where you like, you interact with the public is like telling people the truth, even when you like them, because they don't like to hear it. And like, it's awkward because if you can't reasonably explain something and you can't logically or rationally explain it, you know, you probably should keep your powder dry on an opinion about it, right? And it was a weird weekend. Even before the Super Bowl shit, it was a weird weekend. The vibe was weird as fuck. Uh, I got attacked all weekend for defending President Trump's endorsements. Now, I understood this mentality in 2018. And I kind of understood it even in the 2022 midterms. But in 2024, when he has risked everything and his team has run an absolutely magnificent campaign, it is beyond fucking weird that there are still 
Monday morning quarterbacks sitting at home who know that they have no fucking chance at saving America without him, but still think they know better than he does. And if you're one of those people, I want you to go to a mirror right now and I want you to look into that mirror. And if you don't see a golden fucking toilet in the background, a supermodel wife in the background, or a fucking billion dollar smile smiling back at you, you should probably ask yourself why the fuck you have such an ego. Honestly, if in what world did you decide that you knew better than the guy that's risking going to prison for like 900 years? I, I just thought at this juncture... Republicans would finally understand, you know what? This is our guy. We've chosen to trust him. Let's roll with his his picks because he obviously has a plan for the people he's endorsing that is beyond our knowledge. But no one says that. Instead, you guys go and watch a bunch of stupid-ass shows. You watch these other shows where they're trying to be provocative and smart and they're going to give you their stupid fucking opinions. And then you're going to let that infiltrate your mind. And then you're going to defend those opinions as if they were your own. Because you didn't come up with that stupid shit on your own. Because if you were being reasonable, you'd go, I'm voting for Trump. And he obviously is trying to build a Congress and a Senate of people that he thinks he can work with. And so I'm going to go ahead and just roll with his picks. And instead, I have to watch. And then I had to deal with it. I got attacked by a bunch of people. Like, they're trying to cancel me right now. Trying to cancel me with the campaign all weekend long. Because I defended Donald Trump's endorsements. Do you know how fucked you have to be at this juncture to run against his endorsements? Especially when the same people who fucked us in Alabama and fucked us in Pennsylvania are attempting to fuck you in Montana, you're doing it again. You're falling for the same shtick again from the same fat, drunk, fucking degenerate piece of shit that's not even allowed to be anywhere near the organization. I'm so, I, I don't know what to tell you guys. No access means no access. Flying blind, throwing shit against the wall. It's not that complicated. President Trump is making endorsements. And President Trump clearly has a plan for the people he's endorsing that he feels he can work through. And they're clearly giving something to him. So I'm going to give you something and you're going to give me something. And maybe it's not direct. Maybe it's indirect. Maybe it's indirect. Maybe it's not something you're aware of. But just, I, I, I cannot believe that we're at a point where people will make declarations that if you support Donald Trump's uh, pick, you're not MAGA. Do you, do you know how fucking crazy you have to be? How big your fucking ego and your arrogance has to be to declare that if anybody in America who calls themselves MAGA decides to support Donald Trump's endorsed candidate, 
you are not really MAGA. Do you know how fucking deranged you'd have to be to make a statement like that? Can we just sort of marinate on this for a moment of how absolutely unhinged you'd have to be? And now, and now people from the same organizations on the right are attempting to cancel me and the Dilly Meme team because they don't like that I'm pointing out this fact. They don't like that I'm highlighting the fact that they're contradicting Donald Trump's endorsements in real time. Thus, splitting the base. I feel like this would be a lot more clear to everybody if their thinking was working, but Americans' thinking is broken right now. The American mindset is broken right now. Being able to discern truth from lies is becoming almost impossible for the average American. <clears throat> it's too much. It's too much. Most Americans are completely flying blind. And so then you're latching on to influencers and show hosts and political fucking, I mean, congressmen. We had a congressman do it too. I quote tweeted him. His name is Matt Gates. A lot of you guys like to suck him off randomly. Matt Gates endorsed the guy that's running against Trump's guy. So do you trust Matt Gates or Donald Trump? That's all you have to ask yourself. Does it feel a little bit like people who have been riding coattails for seven or eight years or maybe just maybe kind of trying to hijack Donald Trump's movement? Maybe a little bit? I mean, is it possible that coattail riding fucking scumbags are, have slowly accumulated sections of Trump's base and they're trying to go for the whole enchilada? If you answer, yes, I trust Matt Gates more than Trump, you should have your head examined. If you answer, yes, I trust XYZ show host more than Donald Trump, you're fucking stupid as shit. As a matter of fact, tune off this show right now. Don't come back. I don't want you here. I, I, don't, I can't do anything with you. I can't help you. I don't want to entertain you. I don't really want your money, but I sure as fuck can't teach you anything. Okay? Like, I got nothing for you. If, you. if your answer was, yes, I really trust insert show host more than Donald Trump and his team, bail, dude. You're fucked in the head. I can't help someone like that. You've already made choices that are beyond retarded. <clears throat> There's bigger plans in place. Sometimes the endorsements in the race that you're worried about has nothing to do with that race. It has to do with a different race. It has to do with other candidates that are critical, critical to the MAGA movement. You have to understand some endorsements aren't for what you think they are. And if you die on every hill, you're going to be dead a lot. A lot of you have no fucking clue how this game is actually played. And if you knew, I think you'd be very disappointed. 
Like I for a fact know that the Montana seat has nothing to do with Montana. And both candidates aren't very good options. But one of those candidates opened a door to a different race and a different candidate that you absolutely 1000% need. This is how negotiations go. This is how things actually get done. You can cry about it and not like it, but it doesn't change reality. There was no negotiation for one of those individuals, Rosendale, because nobody really wants Rosendale. He needs to stay in the Congress. But Sheehy, if endorsed, opened doors for other candidates that you absolutely have to have. You will lose your country if you don't. But nobody in America likes complicated equations. They like simplistic, black and white, yes or no's because they don't trust anything anymore and they can't handle the burden of thinking. You know how weird it was to watch as Matt Gates virtue signaled about not watching the Super Bowl like he was some based American after only a week ago he went to the fucking Grammys? Can you imagine? Can you can you imagine trying to reconcile that virtue signal? You're like, I won't tune in for football because it's too woke. And a week ago, you were at the fucking the most woke award ceremony in America, besides maybe the fucking the uh, Oscars. You're at the Grammys. You you thought you'd be able to be like, I went to the Grammys and skipped football. I'm better than you. Give me a fucking break, you cheese dick motherfucker. What a clown. What a fucking clown. Some of you guys are friends with him. I got buddies that are friends with him. I'm like, get your fucking head fixed, dude. Can you imagine? Like, can we just appreciate he, he fucking literally went to the Grammys and then virtue signaled on the internet about people watching football? What a jag off, dude. Anyway, this is just, I mean, that's just sort of the way it's been, right? That's the way it's been. Whole country full of hypocrites, whole country full of uh, confused Americans. Why do I watch NFL football? Because I like the sport of football. I don't care who the fuck is playing it. I love football. I'll watch it. Secondly, I didn't watch it for a few years until they stopped kneeling. Once they stopped kneeling, I was like, all right, I'll watch it again. Simple as that. Not complicated. I was like, okay, I can handle that. We all have to decide where we're willing to go in any given moment with what you'll support. I respect it. I respect it. There's certain things I will support and certain things I'm like, that's not worth it. That's me. But I'm not going to go virtue signal about it. I'm not going to virtue. Why virtue signal about some shit that you already know you're being hypocritical about? You just go, hey, we all have to draw our own lines on what we think is acceptable and what we don't think is acceptable. And I, res- I respect that. But if you think that you're better served <clears throat> consuming nonstop politics and nonstop news as somehow you're, you're better off getting that disconnected from the culture, you're not. You sound fucking weird. A lot of people like that. If you are turning everything into a political action, you're fucking weird. And you probably are a Republican. 
That's one of the reasons you guys can't win the culture wars. You make everything, everything political. When sometimes shit's just stupid. Sometimes something is just dumb or it just is what it is. But the obsessive nature of everything becoming political, it robs fun from the culture. And once you do that, nobody likes you. You might be right, but you're going to be a cunt. And no one likes to support cunts. I've often thought about like not doing this as a political show anymore because frankly, I'm bored with it. And secondly, it's getting to the point that I don't know that politics is that healthy. Like in 2024, it's pretty straightforward. Support Donald Trump because he's going to make America great again and he actually has risked everything. Support Carrie Lake because if you like me and you trust me even to some degree, I have met Carrie. I've looked her in the eye. She's one of the great, like one of the best human beings I've ever had the privilege of spending time with, and I'm honored to call her my friend. Beyond that, but I'm watching as people get completely disconnected. There's even conservatives. I think that in your minds, you believe you're doing the right thing because you're sticking to something you agreed. You're like, I'm not doing that anymore. And you like, like the NFL. I get it. It was your flex. You're like, I'm not watching. And I understood it at the time. But what are you doing now? Why are you, like, the world kept changing. It's not 2018. It's not even 2016. Colin Kaepernick hasn't played in seven fucking years. Like, what, what are you doing? Like, Republicans have this weird thing where you guys get stuck in a time capsule in a moment and then you, I think it's because when you're a Republican, your mind desperately seeks organization and authority. So you want order. So if you want order, you'll adopt ideas and mindsets six, seven years ago that have no relevancy today. But because you like to be like, okay, the sky is fucking blue. You're like, okay, I'm just going to go keep repeating that. Not realizing you sound fucking crazy. You don't change. You don't, you don't keep moving with the times. The culture is still moving. The shit you did in 2018, not only does it not work today, it's not even appropriate today, but you're still applying it and virtue signaling about it. You're not staying malleable. And, and the reason is because you don't, you're not connected to any kind of culture anymore. You're in a political bubble. You're in a political bubble in your own head that you're like, I'm the good guys, they're the bad guys. Oh, you watch football? Disgusting. You know they hate you. Oh, I got really bad news for you. Most of the heads of most of the corporations you shop at, including all the food you consume, they fucking hate you more. Like the NFL might be an evil giant organization, but they're not feeding me anything that's going to give me cancer. That'd be your fucking uh, grocery store brand that you think is so great. And also, if you're going to save your country, do you really think it's by abandoning the things that made it great? Sports makes America great. Competition made America great. We don't abandon sports permanently. 
Do you punish them when they do something that goes against your values? Of course. You say, I'm not going to come to your game. I'm very upset. I'm canceling my season tickets. And you let that be that. But how long are you going to cling to that shit? What about once they've cleaned up the act? NFL got everybody to stand off their fucking off their knees. What else did you want? There's an in- inherent insecurity, I think, in the conservative movement. Especially when I, when I spend time with or I'm around... Uh, other Republican influencers, the sort of innate insecurity, because they're, they're Republicans, they're fucking nerds. I, I know who you were. You were in fucking band, and you, you were in, in government class together, and you, you were part of the uh, student council and shit. I get it. Like, your whole life, I get it. You became a Republican because you cared earlier than everyone else, and so you abandoned all fucking pop cultural shit at the time. So while I was getting pussy, you were like trying to figure out how to be a better treasurer of junior fucking junior year in high school. I, I, I get it. If you spend time with any Republican influencers, you'll see what I'm talking about. Inherent insecurity. You want to blend. You want you don't want people that are all poindexter and like and this is how it is by the book. You need colorful. You want a nice blend. Donald Trump is your nice blend. Trump watched the Super Bowl. He held a fucking party. Are you gonna t- are you gonna make fun of him? Call him a grifter? This isn't really about. It's not all or nothing. Some of you guys are like burn it all down. Just change your mind. There's no burning anything down. The country's broken. Most of you are mentally fucking deranged, and you don't even know it. You're you're stuck in your own psychosis. And you actually think that I'm talking about someone that's not you. You're like, oh, he's not talking about me. Yes, the fuck I am. Yes, the fuck I am. If you leave weird fucking comments to me every five minutes, I'm probably talking to you. If, if you find yourself dropping comments that nobody ever responds to, you're the weird one. That's why they don't reply. You don't need to burn anything down, but you do need to be probably doing a little more listening and then also being a little more honest about your own perceptions of the world and, your, and how you're interpreting it and then also what you're willing to regurgitate there's a lot of people that are regurgitating stupid people and then you sound like a stupid person so with that being said i'd like to get into a couple of things here <clears throat> first i want to address this this is sort of the stuff i want to talk about real quick That little tiny box on the top says trailer wins. I guess that's Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift Super Bowl. Okay, all right. The bigger box is about migrant crime wave, which actually the New York Post did a pretty good job here. They prioritized what mattered over sports, and I think that was really good. I think it was the fact that this cover had a giant migrant crime wave headline and then this, what I would consider a much smaller headline about the Super Bowl is appropriate. Okay? It's appropriate. But this is where you guys lose elections. Right here. NFL rigged conspiracy theorists have everything they need after wild Super Bowl finish. <sighs> Thank you. 
All right. I'm going to start with the obvious. In order to rig an NFL game, and it can be done, and I actually believe it's happened. Do I think it is a universally adopted method of doing uh, business? No. Do you hear me? I believe in any given sport, there's money involved, there's rigging going on. There could be, point shaving and otherwise. In the NFL, the number one tried and true way of rigging a football game is refereeing, officiating. It is the most clean, clear cut. Here's how you do it. Okay? Okay. The referees last night didn't decide the outcome of the game. I would argue they missed some calls. They got some calls right. Pretty good. Went both directions. I am an extremely uh, skeptical viewer. And I'm also somebody that obsessively notices uh, pattern recognition is my thing. So I watched the game and they let the Raider, or the, the uh, 49ers get away with a couple of calls. I was like, oh shit, we're about to get called. Nope. And they let the Chiefs get away with a few calls. Overall, didn't really disrupt the game flow itself. There was replays of most all the penalties and there wasn't really a lot of issues. As a matter of fact, I would tell you that that was one of the best officiated Super Bowls I've seen in a long time. They were on top of it. They broke up the fights quickly. The calls were very clear cut. We didn't get a bunch of bullshit pass interference chunk plays. Oh, that's, we didn't get a bunch of fucking, uh, you know, uh, personal foul calls on the quarterback where you get all pissed off. Didn't get a lot of touchdowns called back from penalties. None of that. So that's number one. So number two, if you're going to rig an NFL game, it has to be an individual that you compromise. And the next, the only person in an NFL game that is worth compromising for the point of rigging it is a quarterback. And both quarterbacks played well last night. Neither one of them appeared to make any plays that were like grossly incompetent. Brock Purdy played rock solid. His coach called a shit game in the middle of the game. First quarter, fire. Second quarter, meh. Third quarter, what the fuck? Fourth quarter, great. Overtime, wait, what? That's not Brock. So Brock executed. No fumbles, no interceptions. Okay, so now we can go ahead and get rid of this conspiracy theory about, about, uh, Rigging via the quarterback or the referees. Some of the other comments, and I see you guys leaving them. God bless you. I'm guessing you never played football. I, that was the seventh longest NFL game in history. You're talking about a century of fucking pro football. It was the seventh longest game ever. So to the guy that's like the NF, the 49ers defense looked lost. Uh, no. They had lost their fucking best linebacker. They had been dinged up in the secondary. Two of their best players were dinged up. And they had been playing in a four-hour and 37-minute football game. 
Also, the defensive coordinator for the 49ers has sucked all year. I've watched every minute of every game. The D coordinator for the Niners has been awful all season and blown it all year at random times. So if you didn't understand, if you don't know what shell coverage is and you don't understand why that fucks your defense, well, then I can't help you. But that's what they were running, and that's what got the Chiefs back in the game. It was the scheme. It wasn't the players executing. Okay? All right. Good talk. But then it gets to this thing. So this was one of the more goofy fucking things I saw all night. Okay? And it was on TikTok, and it went mega viral. And the guys in the video maybe are trolling. That's what they're saying. I'm of the opinion they weren't trolling. I think they're genuinely stupid. Yeah, Blake. And, and I'm the only motherfucker that caught this shit. Look, it's first and ten right now. Watch it. He, he gets it. Right here. All right. He, he goes, goes like two okay. yards past yeah. the line of scrimmage. Two yards. That'll be second and eight. Second okay, okay, so it says second down. Yeah. All right, watch it. This should now be watch. second and eight, second, second and, and seven, eight, right? Second and yeah. eight, what it should be. Watch that. I want right. to come up here. See, I was a second down. No, no. Second, seven, second, and eight. Oh, first and ten. First and ten again. What? I thought I was the only one that caught. I texted Q and he said, I swear I saw that shit too. Okay, drunk rednecks. <clears throat> the broadcast booth fucked up. The previous play, Travis Kelsey had caught the ball and fell towards the first down but the referees ruled him short of the down uh, to go. So instead of it being first and 10, like this little thing on the fucking graph showed, the actual down and distance was second and one. So they got confused. They got confused. And it wasn't your fault, Rednecks. It's not your fault. The broadcast booth was behind because it was a two-minute drill. They're going fast. It looked like a first down. On the field, the ref's like, nah, he was short. Moved it back. Thus, it was second and one. Thus, Patrick Mahomes rolls out, runs for two yards, and gets the first down. This is not a conspiracy. This is just fucking common sense. Stop drinking alcohol. You'll be less fucking stupid. Do you see how this works? It's He only needed this much to get the first down. He only ran two yards. First down. People don't. Furthermore, football is fucking violent. Violent beyond all measure. It, there is no sport in the world that demands more from you mentally and physically than the NFL, okay? Okay? It also is one of the largest sports, meaning hundreds of employees per franchise. Hundreds! And yes, thank you. They did clarify that during the game as well, by the way. But they were too drunk and fucking retarded to catch it. Listen to me. Hundreds of employees per organization. Hundreds. Hundreds of employees per organization. Fuck off with hockey, not a bot. You don't want to have to mute you. I will, though. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You save that shit. Yeah, we're not discussing it. I'm not even having this fucking debate. I'm focused. Shut the fuck up. Hundreds of employees that work for each organization. Okay? 
hundreds plus 53 men on the roster plus anywhere from 18 to 20 coaches plus the staff that the medical staff plus everything in between plus the practice squad the point i'm trying to illustrate for the retards that are fucking actually believing that this is rigged do you understand the level of money you would have to pay everybody involved to keep their fucking mouths shut to not talk about the rigged games? This is one of the most obvious aspects of all this. The conspiracy isn't legitimate because nobody who left, and believe me, lots of players and lots of coaches leave scorned, has written a tell-all book about the NFL being rigged. Haven't you asked yourselves that? It's so fucking rigged that you can employ 10, 15,000, 20,000 people across 32 teams and all these motherfuckers get fired every year and none of them are like, time to tell everybody what's really going on. And that's before we get to the fact that so much money is riding on football that they'd fucking kill you if you rigged it. Actual gangsters from Las Vegas would fly to wherever you are, no matter who you are, and end your life in a very violent way if you cost them millions upon millions by rigging games. Morons think this way. Morons. You have to be a moron. And I know you're not morons. You got to stop with this shit. I've watched games where I'm like, that guy's throwing the game. I've seen a player play in a way that made me think, that motherfucker is trying to, hit. someone paid him. I've watched referees do the same thing. American Angel, shut the fuck up. How about this? Oh, you want to do false equivalency, genius? If they can rig in an election, then football is child's play. Dude, they tried to rig an election. How obvious was it? Jesus, fuck, dude. This is what I'm talking about. Why are you here? Why do I have to fucking comment? I have morons. Absolute fucking morons. Don't comment again. Don't watch the show anymore. Don't watch the show, person on fucking Twitter. I don't want you here. You're an idiot. Yes, they rigged an election, and how much fucking evidence do you have? How many lawsuits do you have involving that? Jesus, fuck you. I swear to God, dude. I can't help some of you. you. The thing is, is you want this shit to be true. You want it to be true. Everything has to be a conspiracy because that's the only way that your life ended up the way it did, right? Nothing is ever allowed to be even semi-explainable because there goes your fantasy and your excuse. Individual sports are the easiest to rig, by the way. By far. By far. Rigging an NFL team where some guys make seven or eight hundred thousand a year while another guy makes forty million. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Good fucking luck. Can you imagine?
And yes, Sydney Lou, we're talking about football because there's a greater fucking lesson here for some of you that have lost your goddamn marbles. American Angel, shut the fuck up. I already took away your commenting rights. Do I have to block you on Twitter? Why are you commenting again? I don't give a fuck about you explaining yourself. TV talks back. Shut the fuck up. Otherwise, I'm going to go on Twitter and block you so you can never see my content. I don't want you clarifying your retarded position, bud. This isn't about, this conversation isn't about sports. This conversation is larger. Most of these motherfuckers out here, Americans, don't know how to think, don't fucking pay attention, don't understand, like, there is a value in duping you dumb motherfuckers, and the value is all these people look at you like a mark to make money off of, to get your attention and your clicks. They're just hustling the fuck out of you. I'm trying to teach you something using football as the, uh, the vehicle for this uh, explanation here. Your discernment sucks still. I'm trying to help you so you stop losing elections that are winnable. So you stop losing friends and family that want to be around you. Your fucking brain got on drugs, man. It's broken. And it's not your fault the fucking media did this to you. And I would probably argue some three-letter agencies probably had a role in it. They have broken America. They've broken the American mind to the point that nobody knows what the fuck is happening at any given point. This is why the left and right are so far apart. They, they fractured you in different ways. And if you can't overcome how they fractured you, you're never going to actually be able to fix your country. Hey, Jody, you can fuck off too. You're so nasty today. Always enjoyed you, but must turn off. Jody, never come back. Jody Elizabeth, I don't give a fuck, ma'am. I don't know who you are. This is clearly your first fucking show and you're full of shit. Don't come back. You're so nasty today. Yes, I'm trying to teach, and I have to keep dealing with dumbasses like yourself that want to do this. Shut the fuck up. TV talks back, honey. This ain't a fucking airport. You don't have to announce your departure. Just leave. I don't give a fuck. i never seen you in my life anyway. Did you want to say anything else? No? I think I'm going to unfoul you. Head back over to fucking Ben Shapiro's show. This ain't for you. I just, I can't. I, I think people actually think I'm exaggerating when I'm like, I would rather have no viewers than dumb motherfuckers. Show yourselves out. I don't want you here. Bye. Not your husband. I got nothing I want from you. You can just fuck off, lady. I'm bringing this point up because I had to deal with the same, the same thing that they're able to manipulate you with about football is the same shit they're using to get you to, you're like, I'm a Trump supporter, but I'm, I'm going against him on these endorsements. Democrats never do this. 
and they kick your fucking ass and all they've learned how to do is stick together. That's all they've learned how to do. All they've learned how to do is stick together. Joe, why the fuck do I care that you think the NFL is bullshit? Why? 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 You just felt like you compelled. You have to have a comment, right? Oh, fuck. I should just turn comments off. I don't, I don't know what the fuck. Some of you guys are just like, I just want to add something. It's like, oh, thank you. That was super helpful. Thank God I glanced down and read your retarded comment. That was appreciative. Well, I just wanted to say it's not the same as it was when I watched it in 78 and the fucking Steelers are going up and down the field against the Cowboys. Like, yeah, okay, buddy. I got it. I got it. I know. It was way better back then. I get it. I know. You and your 240-pound lineman. I understand. Fuck, dude. I don't watch that. I don't want to be a part of it. Oh, have you started coaching young children, helping them learn how to play the game the right way so you can change the future? Oh, you haven't. Oh, you just want to come on the internet and cry like a bitch, right? God damn. That's why people disregard you. Don't matter how smart you are or how much you love your country. You get disregarded because you're unlikable. You should want to save sports. If you're an actual red-blooded American that believes in what made this country good, it, I, I have news for you, motherfuckers. It was being competitive. It's organized sports. It's competition. It teaches humility, and it teaches about perseverance and overcoming adversity. It teaches about teamwork. It teaches about greatness and refining your skills. You should never want to abandon athletics. If you abandon athletics, you fucking deserve everything that comes after this. And honestly, it makes you a gigantic, massive, stinking fucking pussy. By your logic, it's like, oh, music went woke. Let's all burn the guitars. Like, this is why everybody hates fucking conservatives, dude. This is the logic that you apply to shit. Well, I don't like how they've... The music, I don't believe in hip-hop. Yeah, okay. Where the fuck are all the people that were still making good rock and roll? They're not around? Are we gonna burn the fucking guitars because you don't like modern music? You just sound like unhinged liberals. You, I don't know if you fucking know this or not, They've turned you into liberals. You sound fuck. Who else sounds this way? Unhinged, emotional, fucking disoriented, weird ass liberals. That's who sounds like this. Don't you ever listen to yourselves? You fucking type some shit. You're like, does that sound a bit Democrat? And you're like, yeah, it kind of does. You sound like a whiny bitch. It's like, oh, I should not do this. Maybe I, maybe I should change what I'm doing. Fuck. I'm convinced that I just spent an hour doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> so now who's the asshole?
Unique Naturals believes in simple, holistic skincare. Our products harness the incredible benefits of grass-fed tallow, a natural, time-honored ingredient that has been trusted for generations. Just Lolo Body Butter is our flagship product, which was created to help deal with our own family's dry skin conditions after serving in Desert Storm. Experience the finest quality skincare while supporting an America First small business. That's right. It's Kayleve.com. And boy, did they have a big weekend. Holy shit. We'll talk about that on the other half of this break. Kayleve Naturals believes that natural uh, nature holds the keys to healthy and radiant skin. That's why our products are harnessed. The incredible benefits of tallow, a natural and time-honored ingredient that has been trusted for generations. Get back to the basics and say goodbye to harsh chemicals and synthetic ingredients. Our tallow-based products are carefully formulated to provide your skin with the nourishment it craves without any harmful additives. Shop now at Kayleve.com. Promo code Dilly Dilly for 10% off all non-sale items. Also, we've got the PetLoversCandle.com. You guys know how much we love them. They're such a great company. Such a wonderful little business, and they do big things. Covering up your stinky-ass animals and smelly-ass husbands and teenagers. It's true. Bell and Mr. Tom Pet Odor Eliminator Candle is a mother and son-owned company from Georgia. They make the best pet odor eliminator candle on the market. Most candles uh, are designed to cover smells, which then you just get a nice mix of shit and, like, fruity smell, which is disgusting. The PetLoversCandle.com instead uh, actually attacks the, the, the stinky molecules in the air in your, your house or wherever and eliminates the molecules so that the smell goes away. That's right. It doesn't cover up the smell of nasty shit. It eliminates it, and it works. It's fucking amazing. The PetLoversCandle.com, their, their candles smell uh, unlike any other. That's right. You're not going to get headaches from these candles either. You're also not going to have crazy-ass allergic reactions. They're, they're amazing for that reason alone. Powerful and effective on all kinds of odors, so pet-free homes will enjoy them as well. True. And you can save by using their bundles. You can get a two, three, or six-pack, and you can get custom bundles done at thepetloverscandle.com. But the biggest discount comes if you decide to sign up for a subscription. Doing it that way will get you 20% off. Promo code DILLY15 for 15% off everything else. That's promo code DILLY15 for 15% off. And without any further ado, Randy's Booty. Let's get the ready to Oh yeah.
but I don't get too angry. I get even. I get even. That was Lauren Eve and Maga Devil Dog. I love it. By the way, there's a woman, uh, she liked to open her fucking yap, some broad on D-Live. Is he done taking the loss out on his fans? I don't give a fuck about the loss. I don't think people understand. I was a little bum last night, but honestly, it was a really good game. I was fine with it. I was like, damn, that could have went either way. Couple of tweaks here and there, you win the game. Nothing wrong with that as a fan. I wasn't like, this is bullshit. Not fair. I was just like, God damn. Mostly I felt bad for the players. If you really want my truth. Because I, I follow the team pretty closely. So it's probably one of the most likable groups of players I've ever seen on, a, on an athletics team. And I felt bad for them. That's it. So... Yeah, so you done done picking on me? Shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut up. How about that? No, I'm not. I'm not done picking on you. I'm not done picking on you. Shut the fuck up. It was a good game. That's all you could ask for. It was a good game. Yeah. And no, I'm not plugging shit. What are you talking about? I'm not plugging anything for fucking... uh, I don't, anything involving money, I don't trust any of you motherfuckers near any of those programs. So, no. <laughs> yes, surely that will definitely go well. Let me raise 10000 so the booster club can steal fucking half of it. Give me a break. No. Jesus, fuck, do it in your own communities. I ain't raising money for your fucking communities. Are you kidding me? I got my own fucking kids that go to school. Why would I do that? Today's just not the day to ask me stupid questions. I just, everyone should just know at this point, I have no fucking patience left. Like, at all. Yeah, no. No. Don't ask me anything stupid right now. I, I fucking don't have any patience. It all, it all got used up on your fucking retard friends in the uh, chat for the first hour. All right. The good news is we're moving on and we're going to talk about, uh, We're going to talk a little bit about victories over the weekend. South Carolina, a massive rally for President Trump. Holy shit. Also, Friday, he was in Pennsylvania for a massive rally for the NRA. They love his ass. So we actually have some really cool stuff to uh, talk about. Um, But some amazing things happened over this weekend. And I'd like to get to those first with your Dilly in the Wilds. Now. Dilly 
the wild, Dilly in the wild, motherfucker now. Dilly in the wild, Dilly in the wild, motherfucker now. That's right. And we get to start with a very special Dilly in the Wild. Because this happened over the weekend. If you're not sure what you're looking at right here, that would be the boss man, Donald J. Trump, taking a wonderful picture with Lisa and John Hood. These are the owners of Kleave.com. They are our sponsor today. And uh, I was very excited to share this with uh, all of you. And I was excited to make this happen for them. Um, A lot of people talk a lot of shit uh, about myself, but I do my best to, to try to use my influence to give good people or great people an opportunity to do things that are extremely special. And I think this was one of those moments and uh, they've been loyal supporters to president Trump since the beginning and they've been down for the Dilly show since the beginning. And uh, I felt very uh, happy that they got to have such a a great experience visiting with him and taking a picture. And uh, I just thought it was a, that's just a great shot. That's a great shot. Super happy for both of them. Thank you for representing me so well. And uh, I, I definitely am, am happy we were able to pull this off. A lot of people, oh, Dilly, you're just, you you fucking run a meme team. What, what poll do you have, says people who can't get anything like this done. These two wonderful people, they, uh, they did a great job. And they weren't the only ones. Because we had a few other VIPs this weekend at the South Carolina rally. And uh, this is just some of them. They had a great time. They were front row enjoying the uh, rally. And again... Very happy I was able to hook you guys up and get you taken care of. I try to do this as often as I can. Um, it's been a long time then since I've asked for something that I've been told no. I actually can't remember the last time I was told no. So I'm so happy that you guys were able to go and enjoy yourselves. So, oh man, I meant to fix your picture. Hold on. Hold on, everybody. I got to fix your picture. Your picture's messed up. I'll fix it. Hold on. Ready? And there, now we can read your shirts. Ha <laughs> ha! There you go. So anyway, yes. Um, thank you for representing the show. Thank you for representing me and the meme team. I always appreciate that. Uh, obviously, the reason I'm able to continue doing this stuff is because the people that I send do a great job of being classy and, uh, you know, doing, doing their thing. So good job. Happy as can be. Here's another happy crew. Oh, my goodness. Now, that's a bunch of happy Americans right there. And why not? Enjoying good company with friends while also working very, very hard to save America. Yeah, I love that. That was a good, that's a good picture. And I uh, appreciate you guys. Wheels told me this morning he's up to 135 phone bankers for Donald Trump. That's right. Phone banking for Donald Trump in South Carolina. If you want to sign up, you want to get involved, I would deeply appreciate it. If you're watching this broadcast and you have some free time, carve out an hour a week, two hours a week, whatever you can afford, and you will make a massive, massive impact in South Carolina uh, two Saturdays from now. So really, really want to see you guys uh, get involved. This is how you do it. Take a screenshot of this right here. Very simple. 
You email the top uh, email address, let them know you're Dilly 300. You want to register to phone bank. And then uh, when you receive uh, the link for registration, you're going to email shopping with wheels and let them know you're ready to get trained. <clears throat> very, very straightforward. Okay. There's the man, and, and those are some of his favorite team members right there. So good stuff. Some of you didn't watch sports this weekend. Some of you just did man shit. Working outdoors, painting things, and whatnots, and the whatnots. I love a good picture of uh, manual labor. There you go, bud. Looking good, dude. All two of my favorite people, that's our very own Saber7 and Bandit Frog, having a good old time. You guys look adorable. I'm not sure where the hell you're at, but this looks like some kind of historical location. Looks like you guys are out having a good time. That's cool. Very cool. Oh my God, it's Hogman. Now we're going to go easy on him. Because Hogman is a sensitive guy. Extremely, extremely sensitive. So, what we will say is he has a very nice hoodie on. And your beard appears to be very thick and healthy. Good job, Hogman. See, look at that. Look at me being sweet to Hogman. He's sensitive. I'm not trying to hurt his feelings. Sensi sensitive. You got to manage everybody a little differently. Hogman requires a tender touch. Yeah, it's a, it, he needs a tender touch. That's right. You don't be mean to the Hogman. We be sensitive to him. Yeah. Yeah, it's just you be just very nice with the hog. You say things like, oh, you look so good, Hogman. Hmm, let me follow this with some news. You know, shit like that. Where's your wife, by the way? I, I like what she brings to the chat. I mean, I'm not saying what you bring to the chat isn't great, but like, I'm just saying Harley brings a different kind of vibe to the chat. Where's she at? Yeah, you got to be extra. Oh, shout out at her work. That's nice. You got her work and you're, you're at home today. That's good. Good for you. You know, he likes to send the wife out to do all that labor. He's cleaning the house and probably making a some kind of a fucking. Uh, you doing like a pot roast or something for, for your. Uh, huh? Is that what's going on? Harley's at the job while you're at home doing a pot roast. You're at work, too. That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> He's doing a souffle. <laughs> All right, we'll let it. We'll let it pass this time, Hogman. Only because you're sensitive. Oh, hey, we look at the grandbabies. Got Dave Lou. Yeah, Dave Lou. He's got the grands. Look at her. She's so happy. She's having a great time. He's ready for a football game, and the babby is just ready to be a babby. Isn't that great? Yeah, that's, that's solid. That's a good picture. Congratulations, Dave Lou. Grandpa looks happier than the baby. Baby's like, what's going on? Grandpa's like, oh, my God, baby. Okay, what do we got? Some kind of a, got some kind of mega huge sandwich thing going on here. Was it like a sub? What do you got going here? That's a, that's a fucking whole mountain of food. That's a mountain of food. Looks like there was some serious cooking going on during your football game. Oh, homemade pizza. Okay, good. Nice. Solid. Yeah, it's nothing wrong with that. 
Ooh, ooh, we got more Dilly in the Wilds. Look at that. Oh, that's some Dilly 300 members. That's our Lisa from Kaylee. Oh, you guys got to meet. I didn't even realize you ran into one another. That's great. Congratulations. Have yourself a time, MAGA. There you go. That's all your Dilly in the Wilds today. I probably have more, but I don't have time to grab them right now. You're normally really easy to listen to. You're so mean. Is he done taking it out on us? <laughs> Fuck. Oh. Uh. How long ago do you think they started watching if they thought I'd never get like that? Like, what, do, what would you say? Like, a couple of days? Like, how far back do you think she's like, you're normally insert whatever the fuck she said. What do you think? That had to have been like someone who just started watching it last week. People fucking, it's so weird. Like, people in this country, they can't handle... Like, ah, aggressive honesty. Ah, I'm out. You're an asshole. Some lady over the weekend was like, your directness and aggressiveness is going to turn off voters. And I was like, you're going to vote for a communist because I'm an asshole? And she was like, maybe. And I was like, you're a fucking retard. Can you imagine voting against against your own best self-interest because somebody on the internet said something that upset you? COVID wasn't effective enough, honestly. It should have been a lot, you know, you should have kind of cleared the playing field a little bit better, you know? So they said, does Sim still slide my mentions, by the way? And, and I'll, I'll never stop calling them that. These, these fucking disimps, they still say shit like, you can't win without my vote. Watch me, faggot. They say this to me every day. You can't win without my vote. Like, yes, you're totally irreplaceable. You and all fucking 12 of you. They actually say this still. They're so desperate for relevance. They're like, they're like, what are you doing to try to win my vote? I'm like, nothing. Suck my dick. They're like, ah, oh, I'm definitely not voting now. I'm like, I'm not the candidate. I'm not the candidate, you unhinged weirdo. Conservatives are like hella late to the cancel culture party. And you guys aren't as good at it as Democrats are. Democrats at least kind of have a plan in place. Conservatives try to do the cancel card thing and it don't work at all. It's like, shut up, boomer. They just fucking shut up. Shut the fuck up. They're like, ah. Imagine saying to me, the guy that works for free and volunteers for the campaign, him and his team of volunteers who work day and fucking night, you're going to hold us responsible for how you vote? You're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. Like, I can't help you. What are you doing to win my vote? Nothing. I'm not Donald Trump. Suck my dick. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you that I'm confident 
that I can replace you as a voter because you sound retarded. Here, you guys want to see an example of how you should work uh, an audience that tries to cancel you? I'm going to give you exhibit A on how to handle an audience that tries to cancel you for being too aggressive or offensive. Okay, I thought this was a really great video. We'll call this learning time with Dilly. It's a, it's a, we're going to use this wonderful comedian who did a hell of a job over the weekend dealing with hecklers who weren't happy about some of his jokes. This is how you deal with them. You wanted to show them the reason George Floyd got his neck nailed on. <laughs> Don't ooh at that joke. It's just a joke, man. I would have never kneeled on George Floyd's neck. I would have shot that nigga. That was making us look. It's called comedy, nigga. How many more black fans I gotta hit that might leave? Oh, good shit, man. I got, I got. Cause nigga, I was just warming up with that George Floyd shit. <laughs> you ready to go? All right, baby. Okay. All right, you offended too, baby, with the braids? Right. You offended too? God damn, man, fuck. Y'all good? Or y'all about to... Oh, I'm I like Kyle Rittenhouse too. I like Kyle Rittenhouse too. You too, bro? God damn, bro. Oh, but you fuck with me a little bit, right? Uh, see that in here. Damn, one more guy. Damn, man. That nigga don't even want to go, but his ride leaving. He don't even want to go. He like, man, I don't like George Floyd either, man. That nigga, that nigga had fitting up. God damn, you got a stupid low for a joke. George Floyd would have robbed you too, bitch. Get <laughs> it's it. If you want to be I believe somebody that actually brings compelling thought to America, you cannot pander to your audience or you're a fucking idiot. That's exactly, he did the right thing. You're leaving too? All right, bye. Fuck off. What else are you going to do? I'm not going to sit in front of you guys and apologize for being fucking smarter than most of you. Why the fuck would I do that? It's why you tune into the Dilly Show every day, and I don't tune into the fucking Karen, whatever the fuck your last name is, show. The lady, oh, yeah, you saw Maine. Or Holly. Is he done taking out his anger on us? Shut up, bitch. Let me know what time your show is so I can not watch it, Holly. Okay? You chose to open your mouth into a fucking forum where I can see what you say, and I'm not going to be nice to you. If you have the microphone and you're the one trying to either make the audience laugh or you're trying to fucking get people to think, it's literally counterproductive to accept the mob's idea of what should be. 
The mob knows they don't know what the fuck they're doing. That's why the mob is sitting down in front of the fucking audience. Even I know that. Like, if I'm attending something, I'm not an asshole. I'm like, I'm here because I believe the person on the stage has something that I don't and I need it. Whether it's a comedy show or if I'm tuning into a political talk show, maybe I'm like, dude, maybe I'm missing something. My, my recent opinions are off. I'm going to listen. I got to see if what I'm, but I don't do that. But if I was, I sure as fuck wouldn't be spamming up the fucking chat, crying like a fucking dork. I think if you if you want to have good leaders in this country, it, it's incumbent upon people to still be good followers. And that's okay. Like, we don't try to lead in everything. I can't lead in everything. I lead in, like, my little world, but I can't lead in everything. I don't talk at Trump fucking rallies either. Although some of you motherfuckers need to shut the fuck up when the man's speaking. Not saying any names, I'm just saying if you're at a Trump rally and Donald Trump is speaking, even if you've heard that speech before, you should probably shut the fuck up because it's being rude. Okay? Just saying. Because some of y'all motherfuckers talk to the man's speeches. You need to fucking zip, shut the fuck up. Step out. I'm just saying, like, Americans want to be led but you don't want to actually be followers because you're like, you're, you're uh, insecure about it. Like you're uncomfortable knowing you need to be led. So then it makes you a shit audience. You know what happens? People who could lead you to something great Stop wanting to fuck with you because you're annoying. Like Donald Trump doesn't need this. He's doing it just to save America. That's it, dude. He doesn't need it. He doesn't need your advice. I see these fucking other show hosts being critical of the man. He's still surrounded by snakes. Oh, these people are vipers. They're trying to... One of the fucking idiotic rumors that was... It's all coming from the same corner of the fucking internet, by the way. Another one was, oh my God, Kevin McCarthy. Oh my God. Wow. He had VIP to a Nevada uh, victory rally. Oh my God. He was in the crowd. How dare he stand in the crowd? No, no, no. He wasn't on that side of the fence, you know, where Donald Trump and his family goes. He was on this side where regular people stand. But still, still. If you listen to anybody that's telling you that Kevin McCarthy thinks he's going to have a job with Trump, that person doesn't know anything and they probably drink too much. McCarthy stood there like this. He's like, I'm here to support Trump. I don't actually have access to Trump.
people wrote me all weekend. Did you know Trump is traveling with, with McCarthy? No, that's not true. Did you know you're retarded? Maybe a little bit. All right, this is funny. RFK Jr. apologizes to family for a Super Bowl ad echoing JFK's famous 60s commercial while still pushing it online. Listen, I know this is going to sound shocking, but this guy blamed his associates for running an ad that offended his family. And it's funny because people are acting shocked that a drug addict doesn't have the best discernment with people to surround themselves with. Like, I'm sorry, but there were, he was like, I had no idea they were going to run this ad. This is so mean. And he apologized like the biggest cuck ever. It was so funny. And people are like, dude, he'd make a great president. And I'm like, he literally has ads running in the fucking Super Bowl that he's like, I didn't even know they were running on. He told everybody that he didn't know. Well, how high were you, Robert? How fucking high were you that somebody at the Super PAC was like, we're going to run a $7 million ad with your stupid face on it, but we're not going to tell you or anyone on your team, and we're not going to let you preview it? Really? Really? How fucking high were you, Robert? How, just how many of your staffers were you balls deep in when these decisions were being made, you sex addict piece of shit? Are you kidding me? And then he apologized while it was pinned on his Twitter page. Literally has it pinned on his Twitter page and was apologizing. I'm so sorry that somebody made this without my approval. It was the dumbest fucking commercial. It was the funniest fucking thing to watch them light $7 million on fire in front of the whole country. All they did was use a JFK commercial and then did some really shitty like fucking uh, memeing on it to make where he wasn't even tracking correctly over the pictures. My team looked at it and literally said it was a 200 to $300 ad spot. It was that poorly executed. Dilly meme team was like, this is literally the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen. Fucking just how high, bro? How much crystal meth? Huh? This is the kind of dude, by the way, I bet he fucking slays all the fat uh, fucking, you know, like, like uh, volunteers and shit. Like, I don't even think he chases like good tail. He strikes me as the kind of like a little Hunter Biden-esque where he's just like, she kind of fat, but I like her mouth. Like that, that kind of justification. He strikes me as that kind of a sex addict. Where it's like, oh, she's not even attractive, but she got like kind of a big ass. He's like, I don't care. I'm gonna get up in that. I went to high school with guys like this. Bro was just like, I don't care, man. Did you see her fucking tits? And like, yeah, bro, she's like 300 pounds. Like, yeah, but I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, goddamn. He strikes me as that kind of guy. He's just like, I don't give a fuck. Just hella quick to get, just to get laid. Just, let me hit it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you've ever worked on a construction site, you know exactly who I'm talking about here. You've ever played on any athletic team, you know what I'm talking about. Where you're just like, God damn, are you really going to? You're like, yep. Did you fuck her? Why would you fuck her? I don't know. We were just hanging out after the game, and I asked her if she wanted. <laughs> it's like, dude, what?
What? Why? Because I could. Because I could. Oh. Thank you, Phantom, for choosing to be quiet right now. That was a really smart move on your part. All right, next topic. And this is a good one. This is so funny. The Waste Management Open turns into drunken shit show with fan fights and angry players. Um, where have you guys been the last 25 years of the Waste Management Open? This is literally what makes the Waste Management Open the Waste Management Open. I, I've went to probably a half dozen or more of these. This is what you do at the Waste Management Open. Now, I never got out of control, but there's, I, I can tell you right now, in my top three all-time best sporting events I've ever went to, the Waste Management Open box seats 2007 were one among, easily one of my favorites. All I could eat, all I could fucking drink, booze. Followed by a, co- a rock concert that night. I don't know. It's easily top three best sporting events I've ever attended. Completely hammered, full of the most delicious foods known to mankind and booze. Walking into a giant tent to go fucking dance the night away. Oh, it was one of the funnest, one of the things, funnest things I've ever done in my whole life. This is what you do at the Waste Management Open. There, like, there's literally, there's 200,000 people there. And it's usually full of people with way too much money, way too much booze. The chicks wear almost nothing. I've seen more titties at the Waste Management Open than I ever did at, a, like, a football game. It's, it is, it's madness. It's hella fun. I went and saw, I'm trying to think of the, was it, fuck, I think it was Kansas. I think Kansas was performing that night. I want to say it was Kansas one time I was there. Fucking rocking out, dust in the wind. Are you shitting me? There was Kansas and there was another band. I can't think of who it was. It was another, like, 38 special. You fucking kidding me? You drink all day, eat a bunch of good food all day. And then go listen to fucking Kansas at night and dance. Are you shitting me? Ah, it's amazing. Tits hanging out everywhere. Fucking dudes are just all these bros. Just fucking all the bros are hanging out. Oh, it's so much fun. The only time this gets out of control is when the college kids show up, which I think that fat kid is a college kid. That looks like a fat college kid. Randy, why'd you have to just remind me of my age? Dude, I had some times at the Waste Management Open. That was like, it was fun. I used to go with my buddies. Oh my God, so much fun. So much fun. I remember when Tiger Woods wouldn't come back no more. He was getting ready to putt. Somebody rolled an orange on the green. (laughs) He never came back. He claims, like, I'll never play that event again. True story. He was like, I'll never fucking, I'll never come to this event again. Because somebody, he was in his, he was getting ready to putt. And someone rolled the fucking orange on the green. And Tiger lost it, dude. He was so pissed. 
And everybody thought it was the funniest shit ever. Everybody was fucking laughing because we're all hammered. So you're fucking shit-faced. Prime Tiger Woods is losing his mind because you just fucked up his putt on the fucking green. And it was because some drunk asshole rolled an orange on there. It's fucking funny. I don't care who you are. That's fucking funny. It's literally like Happy Gilmore, but like real life. It's the only, it's the only PGA event that's like that. It's literally Happy Gilmore. It's great. Nothing wrong with it. It's only fun if you get a good box, though. You got to get into a box, get in there. You want to get on, fucking get on that crazy-ass tee. There's one hole in particular. I think it's a 16th. I can't remember. I think it's 16th hole. It's fucking mess. Total mess. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, my God. All the beautiful people. It's fucking sunshine. Bunch of fucking sports cars in the parking lot. People grinding in on the buses. Then you're going to go dance your night away. Oh, it's so fun. So fun. They're just giving it a bad rep. That's unfortunate. I strongly suggest if you've never been to a PGA Tour event, pick that one. It's a good time. You know who else is a good time? Let me tell you who else is a good time. Her name is Nikki Haley. This is a good time. Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. I feel bad I cheated on my only friend. Getting crushed in my home. South Carolina. Lonely. I am addicted to other men. I drive my SRX, trolling for wiener, looking for weak men that know who I am. For any attention, I always bend over. I steal donors' money and just say that I tried. Meet me at the Applebee's like we did that day. Buy me a lot of free drinks, put it in all the way. I even wear my spot high heels. How about a freeway? Call me hard and call me. Mike just said, he just sang trolling for Weeder in the most beautiful way possible. Dude, you know Right Wing Watch is going to fucking, Right Wing Watch is 100%. They're going to try to get that one in the New York Times. Oh, we, guaranteed. Nobody has a sense of humor in this country. That has to, oh, that's misogynistic. Ah, that's disgusting. Dude. <laughs> like, uh, we need to back it off. 
You need to have a more professional outlook. Yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on. I got this meme that I was going to do for Nikki Haley. Oh, yeah? What's funny is all of the political guys don't understand why this works. None of them actually understand why it works. Even the guys I really, really love and I like them a lot, they don't understand why it works. They're like, don't hit her on that. That'll alienate voters. I'm like, no, it won't. No, it won't. It's catchy as fuck. They'll listen to it over and over. And whether they like it or not, by the third time, they're going to be like, Nikki Haley's kind of a slut. That's what they'll say. And then you know what? Nobody votes for sluts. They don't. It's just facts. They're like, yeah, I'm not going to do it. I, I don't. Ew, I'm not voting for her. I seen that video about her trolling for Wiener. It's funny because the, no one knows what we're doing. The Dilly Meme Team. They still don't understand it. They still don't know how to utilize it. They still don't understand the brilliance of it. And we just sit back and keep doing it. They're like, we can't play that. I'm like, I know. Like, well, well, what are you to do with that? I'm like, siphon off thousands of votes. <laughs> like, I don't know. You know what I've learned too? You know what I've learned? I've learned something. This is going to sound misogynistic. But I think I'm onto something here. Americans will vote for an asshole. Hear me out. Americans will vote for an asshole because for hundreds of years, we've become accustomed to authoritative figures who are in a leadership position being assholes. They're kind of direct. They're a little gruff. Kind of, we recognize, okay, that comes with the personality, right? Like, ah, man, he's aggressive. He's... But I learned something. Americans don't want to vote for a bitch. Like, at all. It's a double standard, but I'm convinced even American women will turn on a bitch faster than they'll turn on some asshole some asshole will be like he's kind of a jerk but you know what he's got the right policies women women are like i'm not voting for that bitch they'll literally say it just like that why don't you like her she's just a bitch so you're not gonna vote for her nope what about her policies don't care why she's a bitch everybody i think it's like innate it's like we know in our deepest biology that a bitch with the fucking red button on the nukes is dangerous. We all know it. It's like a herd. It's some kind of a herd protection. Like the herd knows we can all play the game where we're like men and women are equals and we do that whole shit, but we all kind of inherently know there are certain kinds of women we, we must avoid at all costs, giving them power. Like even the women know it. They're like, I think there's probably women in my chat that are like, they know that they don't have the temperament to be a president. They're like, not me, not fucking me. I can't even figure out half my shit. There's women watching this right now. They're like, nope, fuck no, no way. I don't have the temperament. I'd do something really terrible and regret it later and wouldn't be able to apologize because the fucking planet would be on fire. 100%. And bitches scare people by in general. Like, like really mean bitch women scare everybody, men and women. They go... Nah, I'm a... They go, no, nah, I'm not, I don't want to touch that. Everyone knows it. That's why we give them like as much power as we can in the house. It's like, there's your vacuum, right? There's your, there's your dishwasher, that's yours too. 
We give them multiple rooms, kitchens, bathrooms, laundry. Fuck, sometimes formal living rooms. That's exclusively for the... But you don't want to give them access. Like, that's why women don't get control of anything outside of the house. Maybe you get, like, a little perimeter. That's where your garden's at, your flowers. But the closer to the street you get, the less power you have. Like, men do that by design. We all do that by design. We know the closer we get to other humans, the less control my wife should have. That's why you have no control over the driveway. Like, everyone knows that. It's like, if there's a problem with the driveway, a woman doesn't solve the driveway problem. Men have to solve it. Because that's closer to the public. Right? Even women don't want the public knowing their own crazy. Like, you guys all know it, but you want to stay deep in your houses where that crazy is contained and safe. You don't want to be down on the street letting your crazy run roughshod. All of society would collapse. Yeah, whole, whole fucking society would collapse. That'd be bad. But here's the thing with Nikki Haley. She's terrible as a candidate. Okay? She's terrible as a person. She's a terrible wife. If you're taking nothing but strange dick while your husband's abroad, you're not a good wife. You're, you're a bad wife, actually. But all of that aside... She's just kind of an unlikable bitch. She's going, I don't want her like in charge of stuff. I don't think she's very, she seems kind of bitchy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like, you just go, I don't want any part of that. No way. It's true. It's true. It's not safe. The herd will fucking cease existing if you give a mean, wretched bitch like that control. The only kind of women that the group collectively um, trusts are women with inherent, inherent kindness. Carrie Lake, prime example. Carrie Lake is one of the, she does both. Ultra strong, ultra maternal. My wife and I have spent a lot of time chit-chatting and hanging out with her. I've, you know, She's a friend of mine. I talked to her. Carrie does the one thing that, that makes people want to trust her, which is, she embraces the fact that she's very kind and, and maternal, but also can be extremely strong and tough. And that's the only kind of woman we trust in any kind of power because she's extremely considerate. Like, I, this is a balanced person. But like, Nikki? Bro. I got news for you. If your husband military or not is abroad and when he calls to check in on you from fucking Iraq or wherever the hell he's at and he says shit like who was that back there who was that back there like y'all are in your 50s and your husband stills be like who's that back there whose foot was that I just seen a foot on your bed and you're like no like I just saw a fucking foot who's whose blazer is that on the on the chair what? That's mine. No, it's not. That's a huge. That's a 46 easily. No, no, it's mine. If you do that, you, you can't get the trust of America. Leah, it's true. Nikki is maternal to other men's thingies, but that's not maternal. That's not maternal. She just, she's she has been riding the cock carousel since college. 
Never got, never got off of it. She learned to use her virgine as a, a means of getting things she wanted, but didn't really know how to harness that power. So she just kind of threw it all around. She's like, oh, you want to raise? You're my comms director? Well, I don't have extra money. I'll tell you what, I do got a little extra. You want some of this? Hmm? You want some of that? Do you like this right here? Hey, how about this? If you guys can't see what I'm doing, I'm I'm opening things. <laughs> I'm I'm presenting myself. This is how I imagine it would go. It might not be the best impersonation because you can't see my hands, but imagine I'm saying, hello, I can't afford another four dollars an hour, but I have this. Do you want that? Do you is this what you're looking for? It's <laughs> you can't see, but it's, it's, it's this is I don't have an extra hundred and forty dollars a week for you, but here's what I do got. Yeah. And then and then you're just like, okay, I guess I'll take that. <laughs> that's what I think is happening. That's how I imagine this went. This is my most this is my most astute political uh explanation. Can't have a joke. You're not allowed to do comedy anymore. They're all, oh my God, guy wearing hat and t-shirt who should be taken ultra serious, who has a fucking elf doll in the corner. How dare he do disgusting comedy jokes? I know, I know, I know. Calm down. You know what? Watch. You guys want to see me, want to see me make my comments more acceptable? Want to see how I do it? Watch this. This is super slick. What you do is you say that sick joke, right? Here's my, right? Hey, there you go. Do you like that? Do you like what you're seeing here? Hmm? Do you like that? See, you just do that, and people go, oh my God, it's horrifying. But then... Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. I feel bad I cheated on my only friend. Getting crushed in my home of South Carolina. Lonely as I am, addicted to other men. I drive my SRX, trolling for Wiener. forgot about what I had said or done. All of my actions were totally absolved and wiped clean. 
They say I'd be more mainstream if I'd stop doing such disgusting comedy, but I don't know. What are you supposed to do? They tell you, oh, you could have the world if you just clean it up. It's like, I don't want to. That sounds kind of gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm like, I don't want to do that. That sounds like not fun at all. Then I have to be all rigid and lame. I have this like real strong sense of dork inside of me. Like just how much I'll tolerate. I'm like, ah, that, doesn't, that sounds pretty fucking lame. I don't want to be a dork. And people are like, what? Does it make you a dork? It's like, yes, it does. I've been hearing this for my whole career. If you just tone it down, if you just remove this, you could probably be a lot more successful. And you're probably right. Like, honestly, I, I don't even think you're wrong. I just don't really feel like doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I don't think I really even want to try because it doesn't sound fun. And I, I just don't want to do that. That doesn't sound fun. I really appreciate Miguel California's lyrics. I don't know how you sang that. How did you sing and not laugh during trolling for Wiener? Trolling for Wiener. How did you do that? That's like your superpower now, Mike. Being able to sing the funniest, most fucked up lyrics known to mankind and somehow not dying laughing during the fucking recording. I don't even know how you did that. I don't know how you sing that shit. Like on key, it's like you'd even like kind of fuck it up. You're just like, you nailed that shit like it was the most beautiful fucking hymn known to mankind. How did you sing that like it was beautiful? Meet me at the Applebee's, put in all the way. Like you sang that shit, but like all the way. How? I don't know how you do it. He is a professional troll. You know who else is a professional troll? What happened in Atlanta with Fani? F-A-N-I, Fani. How do you pronounce F-A-N-I, Fani? <laughs> I don't know why this has been my favorite clip all weekend. I've played that a dozen times already, and I don't... <laughs> What happened in Atlanta with Fani? F-A-N-I, Fani. How do you pronounce F-A-N-I, Fani? <laughs> Fani. F-A-N-I, Fani. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. <laughs> Fani. F-A-N-I, Fawny. How do you pronounce it? Fawny, Fawny. <laughs> oh, Trump, you're the fucking man, dude. I don't even know. I don't even know, but the crowd sure did. Thank you 
Well, thank you very much, Charles and Andrew. That was beautiful, and we appreciate it. I'm thrilled to be back with the hardworking, God-fearing, true American patriots of the NRA. Four incredible years, it was my honor to be the best friend gun owners have ever had in the White House by far. Such a boss. So this was Friday in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania at the NRA event. Trump showing he can go anywhere and get a massive crowd. As many of you know, last night we had a monumental victory in Nevada. It was a big one. We won over 99% of the vote and got more votes than any candidate in the history of the Nevada caucus. Think of that. That's a nice one. And we also won yesterday a beautiful place, I will tell you, but this is a beautiful place also. But we won the Virgin Islands, got 100%. We won it in a landslide. And three weeks ago, we all watched that. It was 40 degrees below zero. How about that? That's cool. You don't have weather like that. We have some lousy weather here, too, but we don't have weather like that. 40 degrees. You couldn't walk from the car to a door, which was like there. And you walked and you said, I think I'm frozen. It was seriously cold. Three weeks ago, record-breaking margins. And we won, as you know, New Hampshire. We won Iowa. We won everything. In fact, when we went to Iowa, we won by the largest margin in the history of the Iowa caucus times two, double the largest margin. Then we went to New Hampshire and we had more votes than any candidate has ever gotten in the history of the New Hampshire primary. So these are good signs. These are good. Damn right. These are good signs. Thank you, President Trump. What else, what else did you want to say, President Trump? What happened in Atlanta with Fani? F-A-N-I, Fani. <laughs> How do you pronounce F-A-N-I, Fani? <laughs> oh, my God. I think my restream just bit the dust. I don't see your comments now, guys. You're screwed. Oh, wait, there they are. They're showing up now. So, meme team, meme team, our friend looks like he might be running, son of a bitch, looks like our friend might be running. Looks like he might be running. He's like unofficial Dilly meme team. It looks like he might be running for Congress in Wisconsin. We may end up with a Congressman Brusewitz in, in Wisconsin. That's right. Alex is, uh, he already got Mike Gallagher to retire just by threatening to enter the race. He is, uh, he is a young guy. He is sharp as fuck. He's savage as fuck. He's a good friend of mine and a uh, big friend of the meme team. Loves the, the entire Dilly meme team. But uh, 
his new uh, Twitter handle, X handles, run Alex run WI. Run Alex run WI. And looks like he might be running for District 8 in Wisconsin. And uh, let's let's hope he does it. He's going to want some help from the meme team, potentially running. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's a good dude, and uh, he'd be a hell of a member of Congress. He'd actually get the job done. So... That's that's one that's a strategic move right there for us. We you want to talk about people uh, that that you're close with in powerful positions. That's one of them. So we'll see we'll see what he what his vision is. He, he's going to do really well. President Trump loves Alex. So all right, let me uh, do one last little uh, thing here. Well, I'm not even close to done, by the way. I hope you guys are good. I, I have a lot to do. I, I really fucked this show with rantings and ravings. Too much talking. Too much talking on today's show. I didn't even get to cover all the things I needed to cover. I feel really bad about it. Like, there was really big headlines that I needed to cover, like this one. Like, this one This one came as a shock to me when I saw it, that uh, Neiman Marcus is rocked by accusations that CEO hires mostly gay or European men and white and Asian women for top posts. Dude, have you ever been in a Neiman Marcus? How is this uh, an accusation? Are you kidding me? Can Are we fucking serious right now? We're pretending that people didn't know that the fucking uh, CEO only hired gay or European men? Have you ever been to a fucking Neiman Marcus or white or Asian women? Really? Really? This is funny as hell, dude. It's like pretending to be shocked by this news story, right? Oh my God. Apparently, people who are trans are actually closer to mentally deranged than we first thought. Lakewood church shooter identified as transgender Genesee Yvonne Moreno, Genesee, but went by the name Jeffrey Escalante. I'm sorry. Yeah, we know they're fucked in the head. We, We tried to tell you that and you told us we were being bigoted. We tried to say, hey, this isn't a joke. We need to get these people help. And it wasn't that we were being bigoted. We recognized that these were if you can't, uh, quote, accept your gender, that is a cry for help mentally. Something's wrong. The solution is not to embolden you to uh, play out your deranged fantasies as another gender. The, the solution is to get you the help you need to overcome whatever it is that's fucking up your brain so that you can live a happy, prosperous, and healthy life. That's not bigoted. That's just the way it works. Like, If you're sick, you get help. But telling people that they're not sick and then actually getting them to become more sick is turning out really badly. We're just all shocked by this. I'm not. Also, not a boot. I'm sorry, but we're going to have to close the border on you, bud. Don't know what the fuck's going up there in Canada, but you guys are a problem now. Do you understand me, not a boot? 
Not a boot. Northern states see highest record of border crossing as migrants take advantage of lax laws to get into Canada. Really? Now we have to build a border wall. Dude, you know what? The only thing that this sets up that's pretty fucking sweet is we get a northern wall, which I'm sorry. I love Game of Thrones. You're telling me we're going to build a big snowy wall up on the north border? Fucking awesome. Awesome. That sounds so fucking cool. We need, we totally need, border patrol in the north shouldn't even be called, it shouldn't even be called border patrol. It should be called the, the Night's Watchmen. 100%. There's no way we should call them border patrol. You should literally be part of the Night's Watch. That's fucking awesome. They should wear big, black furry coats and and different things yeah this is 100 percent. are you shitting me i'm so for this we need i want the northern wall to be even bigger than the southern wall and it needs to be i just think this is great i, I think it's i think it's terrible we're being invaded but i think the prospects of having a northern wall that gets snowy as shit are you shitting me that should be playing fucking constantly you should have a pa system on that wall that just plays that oh i love it i love it the first five six seasons of the game of thrones might be the greatest fucking television in the history of television give it to me you know what? Not a boot would be a wildling. 100%, bro. You're a fucking wildling. You'd be one of these crazy fucks out there just trying to mate with everything, fucking walk around shirtless and minus 30 degrees and shit. Yeah, you'd be a wildling. Sorry, not a boot. Yeah, probably out there fucking cutting down wood shirtless and shit. 100% not a boot. You never watched Game of Thrones? I'm sorry. You are missing so much right now. You really owe it to yourself to watch Game of Thrones. Just stop after season six or you're going to be really sad. I'm like not trying to tell you what to watch on TV. I'm just telling you, if you haven't watched the first five or six seasons of Game of Thrones, you're really missing out. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. God, I'm having to live through winter right now. It's terrible. I fucking hate winter. I have a blessed life, and winter makes me think that my life sucks more than it does. I just want you guys to know that. That my natural disposition is in my natural environment, okay? Think of me like a summer lizard, okay? Where you just go, oh, those little guys like sun, right? And they come out, and they're like, Oh, they're butt naked. Fuck it. Oh, yeah. That's me. Okay. I'm in the wrong environment. Okay. Because I come out of my house and I'm driving in my Mercedes and I leave my fucking awesome house on the hill and the winter, the weather sucks. And I'm like, my life sucks. (laughs) Like, that's how my brain is so affected by winter. Like, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this which I know is completely unhinged. Like, I know I'm unhinged for that thought. Like, rationally speaking, as I turn on my heated massage chair and fuck, and I start driving, I'm like, God, 
This weather is too much. Who can live like this? This is awful. Poor me. <laughs> it's like, I know it's completely unhinged. Like, I know that, right? Like, I'm like, like I don't like myself when I'm doing that because I'm like, talking about first world problems, I'm like, ah, ah, the climate. It makes me really think I haven't accomplished what I want in life. And it's fucked up because it's true. Because I, I gauge my life on freedom. I don't know if you guys know this. That's how I gauge my life. I, I gauge my success on freedom. So if I don't have the freedom to just up and fucking move, I'm like, I'm not successful enough. Isn't that a weird? Always been that way. That's why I think I say the things I say and that's why I speak the way I speak because I'm like, I measure my success by my ability to be totally free. So I'm like, if I can't say what I want to say, I'm like, I'm not really actually successful, right? I'd feel like a failure. But it's the same thing financially. I'm like, can I just like get up and walk the fuck away from this place? I'm like, no. And I'm like, ah, I'm still poor. That's how my brain works. I'm like, fuck, still poor. Because if I weren't poor, I'd just be able to go, fuck this, I'm out. Fire sell it all, I'm out. I don't care. But I can't because I'm poor. That's how my mind works. I want ultimate freedom, you guys. That's my pursuit every single day is total and complete freedom, which is a combination of saying whatever you want, whenever you want and expressing yourself that way and then having fuck you money to back it up. And the more that I don't have that second one, the more I I go back to working my ass off on the first one. Does that make sense? I don't like feeling all restricted. You know what I'm saying? I feel restricted. I'm a sunshine lizard. I need to get out there in the sun. Ah. I don't care that it's December. I need to feel it. Can't do that here. Fucking dark as shit outside. Raining all fucking day. Who can live like this? Can't live like this. I don't know how you guys do winter. I don't know how you do it. Makes me crazy. By the way, I go to Miami in two weeks, just so you know. It's not even that I want to buy a bunch of shit, by the way. Because I'm actually not very excessive that way. Like, I buy a few things here and there, but I'm pretty, like, I don't know, I'm pretty easy. I mean, you guys see the way I dress. Like, this is kind of how I am. I wear nice things when I'm going out, but... So it's not even about blowing money on stupid shit. I just want the freedom to move about the cabin without restriction. You know what I'm saying? Just saying. Uh, I am not, I am not endearing myself to the audience today. I already yelled at you guys a couple times. Hurt a bunch of feelings. People got super upset. Here, let's get bits of a little high energy here. I got more show. We're not done. But let's get a little energy back into the show. And we're going to do that by playing William of Ockham and Ramble Rants, Trump Around. We love Trump. We love Trump. We love Trump. We love Trump. We love Trump.
Rally's Up Magazine, let me begin. I came to win, battle me, guard your chin. I won't ever slack up, commies better back up. Try to cheat again and you'll the whole country act up. Get up, stand up, come on, throw your hands up. If you got the feeling, double close the ceiling. Matter, let the love float, Democrats pull up. Yo, we know it's do or die. We take it all back, so feeling, thunking. Amp Central Force, well, we got more fun. Bust it out, retribution, Healy's team. The memes can get mean. Hitting lives coast to coast, went on my one machine. I came to get down, I came to get down. So get out your seat and jump around. Jump around. Jump around. Jump around. Trump up, Trump up, White House down. Trump, 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 everybody Trump, 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 everybody Trump, 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 Trump. I'll serve your ass like tiny meatball. If you step out of line, you're taking a fall. Word to your moms, walk parks and farms. I got more rallies and Bible got songs. And just like the pride of the sun, I return. Anyone stepping in me, you'll get burned. Cause I got motives and you ain't got none. If you want a battle, come and get some. But if you do, you're a fool, cause DT is the best. After we take your seat, then you can protest. I got the skill, come get your fill. Cause when it's said and done, I'm standing still. I came to get down, I came to get down. So get out your seat and jump around. Jump around. Jump around. Jump around. Jump up, jump up, White House bound. Trump, 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 everybody Trump, 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 everybody Trump, 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 Trump. Did you guys like how I looped that? That was a remix. Ramble, did you catch my remix? I don't know if Ramble caught that. Ramble, did you catch the remix? I don't know if you guys even caught it. That was the remix. Did you catch it, Ramble? I looped the We Want Trump chant underneath it. Yeah, I looped it. Yeah, so in the background is that faint We Want Trump the whole fucking time. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I was looping it the entire... No, no the whole song it was looping in the background. We want Trump. That was the South Carolina kids. It was this video in the background right here. Hold on, I'll show you guys. I looped this in the background of that song the entire time because it was so epic. It was this right here. We want Trump. 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 Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah. I just threw it underneath. You just got to it was dilly on the ones and twos it was dilly on the ones and twos yeah, it was making it making it a little more youthful that's all just playing with it you killed that thing william and rant or ramble rants killed that thing should be very proud all right so uh What's this? What'd you guys make? Did Devil Dog make this? No, Magical Trevor and Devil Dog made this. What'd you guys make? Oh God, what did you make? What is this? I'm Joe Biden. People seem to like me because I am polite and I'm rarely late. I like to eat ice cream and I really enjoy a nice pair of slacks. Years later, a doctor will tell me that I have an IQ of 48. 
and am what some people call mentally retarded. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, good job, boys. I didn't realize we had a few more shit posts to make. What's this one? What's this one? Hold on. You guys made some more of these Biden when he did his thing and he was so terrible last week. What's this one? Is this one good too? President Biden, something the special counsel said in his report is that one of the reasons you were not charged is because in his description, you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Let's talk about buttered sausage. Talk about buttered sausage, where it comes from, what it does. Why is it doing what it's doing? Get it out of my face. What about buttered, buttered sausage? That's not your jam. It's not your thing. You don't like it? It's not my jam. I don't buy jam. I buy honey and I kiss it on the lips. <laughs> what the fuck? Brandy, what the hell is that? Well, you guys really... I got one more here that Leah made. Leah, honey, we missed you. So happy to see you back in the game. I know you've been you've been busy growing a babby inside of you. I got a I got a Leah meme. You guys want to watch a Leah meme? I don't think she sings in this one. I don't want to ruin the surprise, but I don't think she sings in this one. Yeah, let's see. It's dementia. It's She's not good. My memory is fine. Oh, I guess I just forgot what was going on. Oh, Putin's fucking Yeah. The nature, not. It's the nature. It's the nature. Solid meeting with um, with uh, the. Uh, they make a very good point. Here's the deal. Here's what drives the driver in the states that are affected. Here's what you can do, the drivers. We want to expand pre-K for three and four-year-olds, millions of pre-K. Initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, and I don't want to, I don't want to. It's dementia. It's dementia. It strips you of your dignity, damn it. It's dementia. Beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer in this. The blood of ah. liberty. Oh, excuse me. The, excuse me. I was going to put him in. Uh, excuse me. I realize you have all our institutions. Go to Joe 30330. It's dementia. It's dementia. It's dementia. It's dementia. It's dementia. It's dementia. 
Magical Trevor, Magical Trevor Liam Eames, everybody. That was awesome. Holy shit. Oh, that was brutal. Dude, they're gonna let him go. You guys, I that was fucking my favorite is I'm telling you. This is getting so good. They're gonna let him keep going. Remember those? Remember the last year of fucking Feinstein? Oh, you kidding me? Fucking gnarled hands. Kill me, Pete. I don't want to do any more governing. Dude, it's going to be Biden. Just in an, impo- in an impossible amount of pain every day, marched out there. You guys know how this goes. They never show mercy, man. These are the most evil motherfuckers on planet Earth. Remember, Diane? They fucking wheeled her in, dude, in that fucking chair. Fucking wheeled her in. Say yes, Diane. Kill me, please. Killed Turn off her microphone. She was like fucking begging for somebody to put a bullet in her head. It hurts to breathe. Kill me. They're like, yes, we'll do, Miss Feinstein. Mute. Someone turn off her mic. <laughs> it's so painful. It hurts to even have my eyes open. So is that a no vote or not, Diane? No. No. I fucking off. Kill the mic. Get her the fuck out. Uh, I can wheel her out of there. Wheeling that bitch just fucking out. Just fucking. Please. Mercy. Mercy. Everybody's that fucking. Every, all these Democrat old people are the sign from Braveheart. Just fucking. Uh, mercy, please. I beg you, mercy. <laughs> I just fucking. That bitch was so gnarled up, fucking dying. I meant the wrong. Yes. Is that a yes? All the yays. Yay. Did you say yay? I meant nay. Okay. Get her out. Get her some applesauce. Put her back in the fucking iron lung. (laughs) I can't even cry. My tear ducts don't work. Never forget what she looked like. They wheeled her out until her fucking eyeball was coming out of her head. Remember that fucking eye with the hands? Fuck it. Uh, uh. They were like, I think she looks good in the blue blazer. Like, they still dressed her like we didn't notice her face and hands. It was my favorite thing ever. They're like, put her in the nice blue. She looks, it's more professional. She's all fucking just dying eyeball hanging out. Skin falling off like a fucking zombies ate my neighbors. Bro, it's just, I loved it. I think it's the funniest fucking thing ever. Elijah Cummings, three years ago. Congressman, fucking cancer stricken. Bro was coming to work every day until his last two weeks. I just want to spend time with my children. Like, I bet you do. Go fucking, go to work. He's like, "Mm, I don't have much time left. 
We know. We need to vote on as much stuff as possible, Elijah. Get your bitch ass down there. <laughs> Remember they were still casting votes during fucking emergency cancer surgery? They're trying to, like, hack him up, get all the cancer out of his body. Couldn't do it. Died. They're like, we need that vote, sir. Hey, is he out of it? Hey, 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 don't you die yet. I need a yes or a no. Say yes. Say, say yes. Yes. Fucking, okay, got it. Got it. You heard it. Witness, 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 done. That's our yes vote. Yeah, go ahead and cover him up. We don't care. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get him out of here. Did the same thing to RBG. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Fucking swear to God, the kitty cat of the Supreme Court. Nine fucking lives. Bitch had like seven of the most rarest cancers she beat in like a 10-year period. Like she just keeps going. So yeah, it looks great. Lloyd Austin, Secretary of Defense right now. Remember they made him lie for Biden a couple weeks ago. There's nothing more racist than that. You got this strong black man having to wear a fucking quarantine suit to work every day because if you sneeze on him, he'll die because he has no immune system. Remember that? He showed up with that fucking outfit. Giant fucking... They're doing that thing when he gets back to his his condo in D.C. It's got the spray to disinfect him. Get back, climb into his iron lung, his bubble. Perfectly sterile environment. Fucking guy had to come out after massive sur- surgery for cancer. It's like, well, I was covering it up because I was trying to protect our president. And uh, yeah, right. You're dying. No one gives a shit. Say the fucking thing. Say the fucking thing, Lloyd. Uh, anyway, this was all my idea. I acted alone. I can actually feel my prostate falling out of my asshole right now. It's out. I can feel it. I just hit the floor. Could somebody pick up my prostate, shove it back in my ass? I'm almost positive. I just, it's, it's on the floor. I can, I can feel it. I'm hitting it with my heel right now. Now he's two weeks later. Dude's like, oh, he's fighting for his life for something with his bladder. Yeah, it's called fucking dying. He's fucking dying. He's been dying for weeks. None of the Democrats give a shit. <clears throat> they don't give a shit. This is what they do to all their leadership. All their leadership stays in place until there's nothing left of them. Can we just appreciate the... Look, dude, there's something weird that happened in this country, all right? Let's talk about... We're going to circle all the way back to the Super Bowl. Bro, do you remember when this country used to churn out future superstars? I'm going to make a really important point here. Do you remember they used to do this? Kids Club, Disney Kids Club, Nickelodeon, cultivating the next stars of the generation. Remember this? Do you remember? Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, Christina Aguilera, all came out of the fucking Mickey Mouse Club. Don't you find it weird that this country and the elites, they put a moratorium on new fame? There's nobody new that's famous. Why do you think they have to treat, keep treating Taylor Swift as a teen heartthrob? The bitch is 35. Don't you think it's weird? Jeff fucking Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum was in three different commercials last night at 7 million a pop. 
He did a fucking commercial referencing Independence Day, which came out in 1990 fucking five. You made a 30-year-old fucking pop reference? Haven't you guys noticed they're not letting the next generation of famous people come up? Arnold Schwarzenegger is out here doing fucking commercials like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Did you pay attention? Nobody under the age of fucking 60 did a commercial last night. You don't think it's weird? You want to talk about clinging to power. They don't even want you to replace them. That entire generation is so inherently narcissistic. They would rather go to their grave with their fame than ever let anyone else come up. Not one fucking person. You don't have teeny heartthrobs no more. Name one. Young women or young men. Name somebody that's 28 years old that's a famous actress. Go. Name a guy. It's like the world stopped at a certain point. It's like they went, that's it. No more famous. And they went, what? And like, we don't want to relinquish our power. We don't want to relinquish our power. They're like, why do you think Madonna is still gyrating her vagina? Fucking blown out 65-year-old fucking vagina. Jesus Christ. They're not even trying to sell you sex anymore with like fuckable women. Trying to get Madonna up there with that fucking, uh, uh, look at this. Look at that. You want some of that? Huh? Um, like a virgin. Uh, can you see it? The light, if you follow the light, it gets better. Like a virgin. Uh. No? Donna got herself all wide open. You can see a light every time she opens her mouth. Like, oh, there's a way out. There's a way out. <laughs> I've been in here for six weeks. I went to her show six weeks ago and fell in. I can see a light. I'm climbing out. You don't think it's weird. Women, you don't think it's weird that they're pushing... 70-year-old men as sex symbols? How does no one realize this? Why the fuck is 75-year-old withering away dying Arnold Schwarzenegger the lead commercial? What happened to everybody else? Where is everybody under the age of fucking 70? They've invested into one demographic. They're like, no one else can be famous. We have to control this until we die. We're fuckable. It's like, dude, you're not fuckable. No, yeah, yeah, I'm fuckable. No, you're not. You're not fuckable. You're disgusting. They're like, no, no, no. You totally want to get it from that fucking, I mean, literally, Arnold. Mr. Symbol. Like, no, you're not. You're old as fuck, dude. The women, too. I said this to Rihanna last night and it went over her head at first because she was like, the first thing she was offended. She's like, oh, you're saying a woman can't be sexy over a certain age. I go, no, 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 you're missing my point. Hollywood used to put your ass out to pasture to make room for the next up and coming starlets. That was a thing. It worked for a fucking century. 
They don't put these bitches out the pasture, and now we all have to see them half naked on a fucking magazine cover at 65 years old. And she was like, oh my God. I'm like, dude, look at the age of the commercials. I'm like, look at these commercials. Look at these people. This is fucking unhinged, man. You're like, where's that really tight, hot, sexy 22-year-old? Like, nah, nah, nah. That's not what you want. Have you seen Cher's new pussy? Ugh. Fucking 80, but her vagina's only like 15. You're like, oh, Jesus Christ. That's Hollywood now? And then they make you see it. They're like, here you go, look. And you're like, oh, fuck. I've seen so much strange. I've seen more body parts from geriatric celebrities in the last three years than at any point in my entire career before that. Everyone's having a wardrobe malfunction. Fucking, oh, hey, check this out. Gary Busey's nuts went viral the other day. All he did was wear swim trunks that were too short. Those old saggy man balls were hanging down. They fucking marketed it. They were like, oh, sex symbol Gary Busey has wardrobe malfunction as testicles hang out of shorts. It was like, that's not a wardrobe malfunction. You're old. You had the wrong underwear on. Fucking, when your scrotum is longer than your dick, it's like a seven-inch scrotum hanging down. Oh, sorry, everybody. Excuse my wardrobe malfunction. Like, fucking what, dude? The commercials last night, listen, they're weird because they're not letting new talent replace the old people. And it's inherent. It's that entire generation. Everyone wonders why we hate that fucking generation. But look around. It doesn't matter whether it's Hollywood or politics. They won't let go to make room for the next generation. They hold on because they're addicted, dude. Anyway, I've said too much, I'm sure. Whatever, you bunch of crybabies. Here, I'll put you back in a good mood. Everybody just behave yourselves. Hold on, hold place. There you go. Here, I'll put you in a good mood. There we go. There we go. Here, here, watch. I'll make it up for you because that Gary Busey joke went too far. Here you go. Is going to be better, greater, bigger, more beautiful than ever before. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. We love you. 
God bless you all. God bless you. Thank you. Oh, no, ma'am. This show is not live right now. This, this show... Mayor, Mayor Berta, this is not live right now. This is pre-recorded. I'm sorry, you had to be here. We started at 12 p.m. Eastern. That's for the live show. By this time, you're watching a replay of the live show. Yeah, this isn't... No, we're not live right now, hon. This is a pre-recorded one. Does that help? You can go back and watch the beginning in a couple of minutes, though. Yeah, it's not live. I'm not live right now. Does that help? Mayor Berta, not live, honey. Just want to clarify. Because you might say something to me right now. And then you'll be upset because I won't, maybe I won't respond or see it. It's because this is not live right now. We actually closed out a couple minutes ago. Yes. You said yes. Okay. That's, that makes a lot of sense for what I asked. Yeah, no, not live, honey. You're, on, you're in the replay. You can go back to the beginning of the show once I end the replay. Okay? No, Ben, it's not live on X either. That's a replay as well. You're in a replay as well. I just want to clarify, because this could get really awkward if somebody thinks that I'm live and I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you just got to... You can hit the start from beginning, and it'll let you... Does that help? You missed the beginning of the show, but it's okay. You're watching a replay. You can just rewind it. Does that help, honey? Berta? Not live. Yeah, you just... That's correct. No one's listening because this is, this is replayed. Yeah, that was a good joke, person on... X, Jacer. It was a really good joke, Jacer. Or maybe it's a soft J, like Yacer. I think it's Yacer. Is that a soft J, you fag? I bet it is. Yeah, it's it's over. Where did Berta go? Berta, don't forget to hit the thumbs up. <laughs> it's very important. Trying to get a bigger audience on Rumble. You can just head over there. Does that help? Okay. I think she got it. You're doing great, sweetie. Yeah, it's not. It's it's over. Are we hitting thumbs up on Rumble? Because I swear to God, 
I'm never going to make it to Rumble fame if you guys don't start hitting thumbs up. Because I don't know how to do it. I don't know what I, what I have to do. I don't know whose dick I have to suck to get famous on Rumble, but... Okay. Okay, we're good. All right, yeah, that's the show. The show's over now. I left all of the show on... I, I didn't even... I don't even know how I did this, the show. This is not even a good show. This is a bad show. If you want to watch a good show, watch the beginning of the show, but after the first break. Like, right around the... If you're watching this right now on replay... Rewind back to about an hour and 12 minutes and from like an hour and 12 minutes of the show until an hour 53 was pretty much like the good show. Anything before that was really mean because I just took out all my sadness on you guys, the audience about the 49ers losing, according to the audience, which if you can't trust random retards on the internet, who can you trust? And then the last part of it was mostly about Madonna's vagina. Her cavernous, stinky, withered, massive, I'm talking huge vagina. So you want to kind of get to that middle part of the show where it was pretty good. Just right in there. Okay. All right. Good. Good talk. God bless you. God bless America. And God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilley, and I'll be back tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilley Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. See you guys. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not, is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them. We're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the, the uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just going to have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere. <laughs>